Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are in Galatians chapter 3. And, and what I want to start with today is asking you to think about how much of a perfectionist you are. You know, we, we use this idea of being a perfectionist. We want our, our houses to be perfect. We want our, our work to be perfect. We want our, our life to be perfect. You know, this, this idea of I am going to work so hard to make sure everything is done perfectly. Now, now maybe this is you. Maybe you're not someone who's a perfectionist. Maybe you're like, uh, you know, you just kind of do something and you, you move from it. But, but I found a lot of people, a lot of people, they, they aim at this perfectionist mi mindset. That they have a mentality where everything has to be perfect. And if not, well, then they really end up beating themselves up. So why didn't I do it the right way? Why did I mess up? Why did I fail at this endeavor? You know, I, I see this uh, in kids' sports. I see kids that they just put such pressure on themselves that they, they always have to make the play. They always have to get a hit. They have this perfectionist mindset. And I see this in spiritual living as well. I see people, adults, that they have this idea that everything they do must be perfect. And if they make any mistake, well, then they really, uh, just the, the amount of um, self-frustration and loathing, it just goes, it goes out of the roof. I mean, it's just intense. And all of this perfectionist mindset, it lands on us the work we do, our ability, our effort, our striving. <clears throat> now, I say all that because I, I want you to realize that there is, a, there is a path to perfection that is given to us. But this path to perfection, it's, it's not relying upon our good works. Let me show you Galatians chapter 3. <clears throat> the Apostle Paul writing to the Galatians, and remember, he is battling uh, uh, for the one true gospel. He is battling against those who would teach a false gospel, a gospel that's built on works. And so here's what he says. He says, look at this language. Oh, foolish Galatians. He, he's not really being very endearing. You're being foolish. Here's what he says. Who has bewitched you? Who has drawn you away? Who has uh, put a spell on you in a way that, that's led you to think so foolishly? He says, it was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? He says, Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. He says, I preached Christ to you publicly. I described the death, the sacrifice, the substitutionary atonement of Jesus Christ, what he has done for you. I proclaim this pub publicly. Now, let me ask you only this. Did you receive the spirit by what you have done by your works of obedience or by hearing with faith? How were you saved? Were you saved because of your good works or were you saved because of your trust in Jesus and his work for you? Verse three, are you so foolish? Having begun by the spirit, are you now, here it is, being perfected by the flesh? 
I mean, th this is this is earth shattering. This is groundbreaking truth. This is so important. He says, "You were saved by faith." Now, do you really think that because you were saved by faith, as one who has been saved not by your own works but by the works of Jesus, do you really think that now you're going to be sanctified? You're going to be made holy. You're going to be perfected by your good work. How are we perfected? How are we made holy? How are we saved? How are we rescued? See, the answer to both of those questions is the same. If you and I are saved by faith, if you and I are saved by trusting in what Jesus has done, if you and I are rescued, not by being good enough, but by trusting the crucified and risen Savior, listen, then you and I are perfected the same way. You and I are sanctified the same way. You and I are made holy. You and I grow, not by doing better, trying harder, or working more. You and I grow by faith. Here's what it looks like. When we fail, we don't cast derision upon ourselves. We don't heap bricks of guilt into our backpack and say, what is wrong with me? When we fail, when we sin, we turn back to Christ. And we say, thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Please continue to, to transform me and, and change me, mold me into the image of Christ. We recognize that it's by trusting Christ that we're changed. We, we cast ourselves, we, we, we lay ourselves before him. We say, God, I can't do this. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not wise enough. I don't have what it takes. But what I have is I have Christ. And in him, in him I have hope. In him there is change. In him there is transformation. This is, this is why Paul used such intense language. Oh, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? How can you possibly think that your spiritual growth, that your sanctification, that your, your transformation, that it depends on you? You didn't start that way. You're not going to finish that way. You didn't save yourself. You're not going to sanctify yourself. Instead, we put our hope in Christ. Now, does this mean we say, you know what, my hope's in Jesus, so I'm just going to live however I want. And, you know, Jesus in time, he's going to figure it out. No, no, no. We strive toward godliness. We hope for change. We, we do what we, whatever we can in ourselves. Paul says, he says, I strive forward. But, but it's not our striving that we depend on. It's the grace and mercy of Jesus. It's not our ability. We, we, we do whatever it is we can. But when we do it, we recognize it's resting in God's power working through us. It's, it's both and, but the hope is not in ourself and in our, in our willpower and our, our ability. It's both and, but our hope is in Christ. So let me ask you, are you placing your hope in Christ or in your ability to be good enough or to try harder? Are you placing your, your faith, 
that Christ is faithful, that he will see his work through to completion? Or are you just beating yourself up every time you fail, every time you sin? Listen, and when we sin, we repent and we trust in Christ again. This is the ancient way for our modern day. It's trusting in Christ, regardless of whether we're doing wonderful or we're falling on our face. It's trusting in Christ over and over again. It's not having a reliance on our good works, but it's having a reliance on the good work of Christ, his death and his resurrection.